Hey everybody, it's going to be a warm one today. A high of 81 and a low of 52 degrees. Hey, good morning everybody. Welcome to Mornings with Ken. Hey, you guys are too late. I already got my coffee and my virtual donut. So um, you guys need to catch up. Hang on while I take a sip. Ah, that was a good cup of coffee. Hey, but thanks for joining me today on Mornings with Ken. Heard Monday through Friday at 5.45 a.m. And sometimes there's a Saturday show. Hey, can I get all spiritual on you guys today? Now, you know Mornings with Ken. I talk about a lot of different subject matters. But, um, of course, my faith is uh, who I am. So, I can't do Mornings with Ken and not talk about my faith. So, this Tuesday, um, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what the Bible has to say about being lazy and not working. Now, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of concerned about what's going on in the nation right now. You know, due to COVID, we had um, the government passing out um, stimulus money to pretty much all of America, almost, um, unless you're wealthy, um, you didn't get a stimulus check, but if you're not wealthy, you got a stimulus check. So, but I think it's pretty evident now. It's a big problem right now. If you go out to any restaurant and, uh, you'll, you'll see signs saying, Hey, help, help wanted, um, now hiring, please apply. In fact, I just heard a story um, yesterday. I was talking with the family, and I think a friend of a friend um, just got a job, applied, filled out an application. They didn't even call them for an interview. They said, okay, you're hired. They just filled out an application and said, you're hired. When can you start? Because they are that desperate. Places aren't even doing interviews anymore. That's how desperate they are to get help. So, hey, hey, folks, we need to get back to work as a nation. Um, many places, not even just the restaurant industry or the stores, it's a lot of businesses. I, I just yesterday... Um, I, I was drive drove by some places and I saw a um, heating heating and cooling company desperate for work. There are signs signs up um, saying work to start today, work today. Heating and cooling companies, and it said we'll we'll train. That's how desperate uh, people are right now. So we need to get back. To doing some work in this country uh, you know I think the government tried to do the right thing by um, helping those out that really needed some help um, you know people that did legitimately lose their jobs or whatever yeah those people needed the help but I think the government went way overboard and 
it's almost beneficial not to work because unemployment was paying more than um, what people were getting um, at the regular job. So I just thought I'd take a little bit of time and kind of go over what the Bible says about not working. Now, granted, if you are disabled or you, you, you're not working because of legitimate reasons, um, that's understandable. And this isn't criticism against you at all. If you're legitimately maybe out of work and you're in a certain field and you're trying to get a job in that field and, you know, I get it. I get it. So this isn't about you. If, if you legitimately cannot work, then this isn't uh, meant for you. And this just meant in general for our country right now. So what does the Bible say about not working? So um, I just found a, a, a few passages and I'm just going to read them and I'm not going to preach to you. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a minister, you know. Um, but I just, let's just look at some scriptures and just and uh, you decide for yourself um, what you want to do with these scriptures. So let's start off at... Uh, 2 Thessalonians 3, chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. It was not because we do not have the right, but to give ourselves as an example for you to imitate. For even when we were with you, we used to give you this command. If anyone is not willing to work, neither should he eat. Now again, this is a... Paul talking to the church at uh, Thessalonica and uh, he he really is, is talking about how when he's visited, visited there um, they were willing to work for their needs uh, during their ministry but I think it's applicable to use this um, in other areas yes Paul is specifically uh, talking to the church at Thessalonica, but um, I think scripture is beneficial. Um, I think this is pretty plain, and I think it's okay to use this in a common way. If anyone is not willing to work, neither should he eat. It just makes sense. Again, now, um, there's an understanding here that, you know, um, throughout the Bible, you'll see stories of beggars who legitimately were handicapped and couldn't work, and they would hang out in front of the, the gates of the city or the temple and, and beg for um, money. And there was never any condemnation um, in Scripture about that. Um, they were generally uh, in need, and the Bible commands us to be um, helpful to those in need. But there is warnings about not working. If a man doesn't want to work, then he shouldn't eat. Proverbs uh, 21, verse 25. The craving of a sluggard will be the death of him because his hands refuse to work. Listen to that. Uh, Proverbs 21, verse 25. The craving of a sluggard will be the death of him because his hands refuse to work and just to clarify you know if you've listened to mornings with ken for any length of time 
you know my heart and compassion for the poor. Um, so uh, I don't want any listeners to think out that, that to think that Ken's just some hard-nosed right-wing conservative that hates the poor. Um, no, if you listen to my show, you know my story. And I don't even think this is necessarily talking about um, the poor. I think this is just talking about laziness. Really. It's for people who, who, who won't work. Once again, Proverbs 21, verse 25. The craving of a sluggard will be the death of him because his hands refuse to work. So I don't think it's talking about um, someone who's legitimately poor. It's talking about people who are taking advantage um, and, and not working. Not working. It'll be the death of him. Let's look at another one in Proverbs. Proverbs 18, 9 through 10. Whoever is lazy regarding his work is also a brother to the master of destruction. Ooh, I'm going to read that part again. Whoever is lazy regarding his work is also a brother is also a brother to the master of destruction. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. A righteous person rushes to it and is lifted above the danger. So there's danger in being lazy. Whoever is lazy regarding his work is also a brother to the master of destruction. So there's a danger in becoming lazy. Um, I, th- I think that kind of goes without adding anything to it. Um, if you're lazy in your work, um, you're going to be lazy in other areas of your life too. And, it, and it, you're going to fall into destruction when, if you're not planning um, a life of uh, being responsible. Let's look at uh, Proverbs chapter 10, verses 3 through 5. The Lord won't cause the righteous to hunger, but he will reject what the wicked crave. Idle hands bring poverty, but the hardworking hands leads to wealth. Whoever harvests during the summer acts wisely, but the son who sleeps during the harvest is disgraceful. Wow, let me read. I gotta read that again. Isn't scripture so good? Isn't scripture just so good? Again, Proverbs 10, verses 3 through 5. The Lord won't cause the righteous to hunger, but he will reject what the wicked crave. Idle hands bring poverty, but hardworking hands leads to wealth. Whoever harvests during the summer acts wisely but the son who sleeps during harvest is disgraceful it's disgraceful it's not just wrong God said it's disgraceful when it's time to harvest when it's time to go to work it's disgraceful not to I mean I told you the stories the other day of uh, being out at restaurants and the waitresses um, telling us that, hey, they need help. They need help. People haven't come back to work and they need help. You know, it's not even 
here's how I look at it. It's not even for the money. In a sense, yeah, people work to make a living. I, I get that. But isn't there a sense of community and belonging to a community? Like, and if you're good at your job, you know, if you're good and, and you are really... Um, it, it, whatever job it was, and if you're not going back to that job, you're hurting the community. You are. People, we need each other. If I need a plumber, I want to be able to call um, the plumbing company and say, hey, my uh, my water line's leaking. Can you fix it? And I don't want the guy on the other end of the phone to say, I'm sorry, sir, we'll, we'll be there in, in about two months because we're backed up. So we can't get you to, to your leaking um, water line to two months because I have nobody to send. I don't have enough workers. Or, you know, you don't want to go out to a restaurant and say, and have the hostess say, I'm sorry, sir. Um, you know, it's going to be a long wait because not that we're busy, but we have no workers to get the food out here fast enough. So, I mean, we all belong to each other and we all serve each other we forgot that we're we're on this earth as a community to serve one another in whether whatever capacity we can that we do doctors we we expect our doctors to show up to work you know we don't want to have a major health issue and go to the hospital and the hospital say oh i'm sorry we don't have enough um, nurses and doctors on staff no one wants to work. Well, it's the same thing in every job. Every job affects the community. You know, whether it's the the, the, the car repair shop. Who, yeah, your car's getting ready to break down. You have an issue. You take it to the repair shop. And, it, and, the, and the owner says, I'm sorry, I can't get anybody to come to work. So I can't fix your car. Folks. We need to stop collecting these checks and get back to work. We really do. Let's, let's uh, read another um, verse out of Proverbs. Proverbs 14, 23. Prosperity comes from hard work, but talking too much leads to, grace, to, to great scarcity. Prosperity comes from hard work, but talking too much leads to grace great uh, scarcity so prosperity comes from hard work I mean it's it's pretty simple it's pretty simple um yeah you know what and sometimes work is hard and you're not guaranteed a great lifestyle you're not guaranteed it comes from hard work there's no shortcuts there's no shortcuts to success. There really isn't. Um, yeah, you could win, you know go waste a dollar on playing the lottery, and, and maybe you'll win the lottery. But there's something to be said for just hard work. If you want to better yourself, um, put in the work. 
put in the work. You know, I met a um, I met a lady at a at a certain restaurant. I'm not going to say the name of the place, but I met a lady um, this past weekend, and uh, she has a full time job, but she has a part time job. Um, being a, a, a waitress at at a restaurant I was at, and we just asked her, "Hey, how is it with the the help? Do you have enough help?" And she said, "Oh no, no, we we don't have enough help." And she she went on to say that um, they had asked her to put in more time, but she was an o- older person, and she already had a full time job plus doing this part-time job um she said well she couldn't really put any more hours in because she you know she she's she's doing what she's supposed to be doing she's working and she works two jobs and but but she said you know they they need the help badly and but you know she was so pleasant and so um upbeat and she was a very nice lady and uh she she shared a little bit with the group of guys that I was with and uh, how she, you know, she loves what she does and she, she, you know, she's doing it out of service and uh, wouldn't it be nice to have more people that are working because they love what they do and uh, she's happy about it. She's happy to serve in the way she's serving. And it would be so good if more people were like this lady. So um, let me read a couple more, just a couple more um, verses about working. Proverbs chapter 12, verses 11 through 12. The one who works his field will have plenty of food. But who, whoever chases daydreams lacks wisdom. The wicked person desires a stronghold, but the right, the righteous root endures. Again, I got to read this again. I always read the verses at least twice. Proverbs 12, 11 through 12. The one who works his field will have plenty of food, but who, whoever chases daydreams lacks wisdom. The wicked person desires a stronghold, but a righteous root endures. Um, just out of my uneducated brain, um, I'll give you my interpretation. The wicked, cha- the wicked person desires a stronghold, but the righteous root endures. To me, what I'm getting at, the righteous root goes deep into the ground. The righteous root goes deep into the ground, and it, it's strong there because it endures, because it's, it, it's worked itself in the ground. It's in the ground. Um, the one who works his field will have plenty of food. It, but the but who who whoever chases daydreams lacks wisdom. So if you're sitting here at home and you're like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be rich someday. Oh, I'm gonna think of all these plans of how I'm gonna make a, you know a YouTube video and 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 be an influencer and just. Yeah, I'm not going to go to my, I'm not going to actually work. I'm just going to sit here and think about how I can make a quick buck. Well, 
then you're not going to have plenty of food because Proverbs, Proverbs says the one who works his field will have plenty of food. So you can sit around and daydream if you want, but that's not going to put food on your table. So, all right, let's look at the last one. Um, Ephesians chapter 4, 27 and 28. Do not give the devil an opportunity. Notice that. Do not give the devil an opportunity. The one who steals must steal no longer. Rather, he must labor doing good with his own hands so that he may have something to share with the one who has need. Not working is giving an a devil an opportunity. Not working is giving the devil an opportunity to to really influence you um, to make bad decisions and even to be criminal. The one who steals must steal no longer. Rather, he must labor doing good with his own hands. Doing good with his own hands. Why? So that he may have something to share with the one who has need. So we're not even doing it for us. We're doing it for others. We're, yes, we're working to take care of our expenses and our bills and to put food on the table. But, man, I love God. Thank you, Lord. God even takes it further. He's saying you're working to give, to share with others. So God not only, oh man, mm, God not only wants you to work to take care of your yourself. No, he wants you to work to share with others. How often do we read these verses and we just skim by? We just skim by uh, and not really take in what we just read. I mean, really, you, you think about that. He says to, that we're working. We're working to share with others. Do we really get that? It's not about it's not about us even when we're working. Even when we're working, it's not about us. Man, scripture is just amazing. I'm sorry, I'm just kind of fascinated on what, what we just read. So you're kind of, you're being disobedient from the Lord for not working if you can work. Again, we're talking about people who can work. You're being disobedient. For one, because you're not taking care of yourself or your family and your bills. 
but you're not sharing. You have nothing to share. You have nothing to share with somebody else. Wow. That's, that's, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. It's not about us when we go to work. It's about honoring God and having something to share with others. Now, and what does that look like? Um, you know, uh, this past weekend, our church, it was Missions Week at our church this past Sunday. And um, different uh, ministries came in. So a couple of the ministries uh, were able to share from the pulpit about their ministries. And others others were out in the, out in the lobby uh, with booths. You can learn more information about what their ministries do. And, you know, some are involved in training um, ministers in other countries. Some are involved in, in uh, saving children from the sex slave industry. Um, some are, are, are about uh, feeding the, the, the homeless and uh, pregnancy services, all kinds of things. And that's a place you can share your your wealth. And, uh, you know, if, if you attend a, a church, um, find out what your church, who they support, um, in missions and, uh, see what, what, what God would have you do in helping, um, the missions at your church or, or whatever, however you want to, um, help because it is about helping others. And you think about it, there's children around the world that literally don't know where they're going to get water at that day and a little bit to eat. And we're setting, we're setting home, not me, but Americans in general, some are setting at home collecting government checks when they're able to go back to work and their bellies are full their bills are paid, but children around the world don't even have enough to eat. And how many men and women around the world would love to go to work to earn a, a, a day's food? So it's not about us people. It's about others. And uh, we all should have something to, to share. And uh, hey, so thanks for stopping by today. And I hope this was meaningful to you. It was, it was to me. So thanks again. And I want you to have a great Tuesday. Be safe out there. Love one another. Love somebody today. All right. We'll see you again tomorrow, guys. Bye-bye now.
winter, we can leave your friends behind. Cause your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. I say, we can go where we want to, a place where they will never find. And we can act like we come from out of this world, leave the real one far behind. And we can dance. Your hands. 